Hello and welcome to another episode of Stevia Chronicles. I'm Sean Smith and I'm joined by Sam Green. Hello. And James Montgomery, who is currently being Hello, blockaded man. by the French. Ah, <laughs> uh, them goddamn French. Uh, help yeah. me. Send uh, assistance straight away. Send send, send the warboats. Oh, we, we already have. Never mind. <laughs> and lots of fish. Yeah. We like fish. We, we need to get the, the Jersey Royals off the island so we can eat them. <laughs> Absolutely. They, 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 they don't last forever. And your gold top you milk. Won't be able you get... won't be able to get exactly. You won't be able to get your Jersey Royals from Tesco's unless we get help straight away, guys. Help, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, ha- hashtag save Monty. Right, um, Sam, you've come up with a, uh, a a good talking point today. I have. Makes a change, doesn't it? Yeah. Norm- <laughs> norm- normally, your ideas are stupid, but never mind. You've yeah, been, you've been on the roll recently. Um, you got this. And yeah, you've, got, you've, had, you've had the TCR um, thing we did it on uh, on CSR the other day. Yeah, it's all going well. Yeah, right. Go ahead. So we're going to have a chat today about the ones to watch in the Formula One support categories for this year. Um, So we're going to cover F2, F3, uh, and the W Series as well, because they are at some of the F1 races. So worth talking about that. I mean, it's worth pointing out already that all of those series are now only at some of the F1 events. Due to the way yes, none of them, and I don't think any of them really have any crossover. There's a few races where there's W Series and either F2 or F3, but F2 and F3 are now basically separate. Mm. It's, um, uh, which is it, a bit of a shame. It's interesting. Right, let's begin with the big hitest, biggest hitter, which is, of course, FIA Formula 2, which I'm happy to call Formula 2 because it actually is an F2 car. Uh, right. <clears throat> Wants to watch. I mean, we had our our theories at the end of the year, Sam, with a couple of the drivers in this series. Um, I suppose we'll sort of start with them. So let's say with the, champ- the champ- current championship leader at the time of recording after the Bahrain weekend, uh, chi- yep. China's Guan Yu Zhou. Yep. Definitely one to watch. He's going to be very, very strong this year. He was strong all of last year, really. Um, well, I, I've been, always been disappointed in Guan Yu Zhou. I think he started a bit slowly last year. He had very, very good pace, especially towards the end of the year. Uh, had a few race wins as well. So, yeah, I think definitely... If, well, he's with the same team. He's still with Virtuosi, so I think he could do very well this year. Yeah, I'll add on to that. Um, I think he's got a lot of raw pace. He was certainly impressive at times last year. I think he was lacking a bit of maturity. Uh, which is kind of why his season went a bit... Because he really had some proper peaks and troughs last year. Mm. Uh, Maybe just having that season of experience, he'll come back a bit more um, level-headed this year. He's certainly off to a good start. It's third year. Um, Yeah, exactly. Some people take a bit of a while to to develop uh... it and get into it. But um, no, I'd be intrigued to see. I mean, if he does the same mistakes this year as he has done last year, then... He's off my radar, but if he can actually capitalise on what he's learned over the last year in particular, then um, I think he's got to be a favourite for uh, the title this year. But of course, F2 is a very um, unpredictable, shall we say, series, <laughs> especially with the uh, <laughs> yeah. with the, the new formats, especially. Um, big names we pointed, I'm just going to say them all in one go right now. We had Yuri Vips, we had, uh, who's the other one, who's the other one, who's the other one? Uh, Roy Nassani. No, let's not talk about Roy Nassani. He's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Schwartzman. Yeah, Schwartzman and uh, Christian yeah. Lundgaard. And Piastri. Piastri was in F3, so that was... so he, he's, Okay, but he is now... He's I think realistically, 
both of the Prema drivers in Schwarzman and Piastri are going to be up there, let's face it. And Thierry Porcher, who was at the, so him and Piastri were both sort of duking out for a Formula uh, GP3, Formula 3, whatever. Yeah. Porcher now with ART again, very, very strong team in F2. Um, with Lungard as his um, teammate, again, very, very strong driver. Uh, I, was, day, I was has... convinced that Lungard would be, like, in my opinion, the favourite coming into this year. Well, I, I, I think he's certainly, when you think about the drivers who have left, he's kind of, him and Guangzhou are the top. And Schwarzman. And Schwarzman, yeah. So I would say he's got to be up there. Um, and obviously in, in F2, you don't really get team orders as such. So <laughs> if Porsche is quick enough, they will race. Yeah. Because they're racing in for individuals. They're not racing for the team. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, Lungard's got to be out there. You've got to keep an eye on him. He's going to be good. Vips, as we said, very, very good driver. Scored no um, points in Bahrain, though. No, not a good weekend for him there, but it's a long season, and he's got plenty of time. It's not that long compared to well. his previous seasons. Only, what, seven, eight races? Well, I suppose. Yeah, there's, well, I mean, it's double headers each race, so there's also points on offer. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It is a shorter season, so uh, each error you make is going to be even more costly this year. Hmm. Um, three races um, now. Is it three races? Yeah. yeah. It is, isn't it? I, I do apologise. You're quite right. Yes, the two sprints and the feature race. Mm. God, James, wake up. Come on. Get, get with the times. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Lungard is... Um, I don't really know what to think of him. Uh, I'm kind of putting him in the same kind of area as Guan Yu Zhou here, uh, in that um, he should be making the best of this opportunity now, because uh, he, he had a stab at F2 in... It was last year, wasn't it? Or was he seventh? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. He he had good podiums, um, couple of wins. Again, a bit inconsistent. If he can put that all together this year, I, I think it's going to be the consistent one who's going to win this championship this year. Not necessarily the one with the most wins, but the one who can keep the points coming in. Well, exactly what makes um, it last year. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And he was kind of like a steamroller. And as you say, with so few races this year. That's what's going to make the difference, is the one who can just keep tossing in those points. So I know we were on about like Yuri Vips uh, being a, a big name and a strong contender at the beginning of this podcast, but I mean, he scored nothing in Bahrain. Yeah, that's, so that's him already at a huge uh, disadvantage. For he, he's already 40 points behind. 41, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's a huge, especially with the um, the point system as it is, mm. that if he, if he even if Guan Yu Zhou <laughs> just was always one place behind Yuri Vips now for the rest of the season. It'd He's be, won it. It'd be hard to catch him, yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a case of consistency, not doing any stupid moves. Um, I know there was a debate last year about whether Schumacher was the fastest driver or not. He was certainly the smartest driver, I would say, Definitely. and he made the most of his opportunities. And that's exactly why he went from the first half of the season being a... a I don't think anyone was actually considering him for the title because he, he didn't have the pace. Excuse um, me. Of, of I wrote a whole to... article about why he's going to win the championship. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah. so, so uh, apart from Sean Smith, anyone else was thinking that Robert Schwartzman was uh, the dominator and the, the driver number one of the team. And then Schumacher kind of went, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. And he kind of built up on the momentum and Schwartzman crumbled. Schwartzman and was that, a, again, Schwartzman that, that's was a rookie, gonna... though. Hey? Last year he was a rookie, Schwartzman. 
Yeah, I don't think I don't think really Prema were really looking maybe the beginning of the year, I don't think they were looking at that as being a title year. Yeah. But it obviously it just turned out to, to be, but Absolutely. Um, I'm going to throw in a name here just because I, I love it whenever we get a second generation of a big name here. Matteo Nanini. Yes. I think he's going to do this year, guys. The nephew oh. of the um, Italian F1 driver Alessandro Nanini, who unfortunately uh, his career was cut short after he lost an arm in a helicopter accident. I mean, he is going to be a busy boy this year as well because he's doing Formula 3 as well. He, he is. He's that's, doing both. That's uh, yeah. that's like the old sixties days, like when people like Mario Andretti would be in seven different races on any one day. <laughs> um, so he's doing yeah F F two and F three this year, both with HWA. Um, not Mercedes. Not Mercedes. But I mean, how did we? How did he actually get on? He didn't well, do brilliantly. I mean, I mean if you look at his career summary, he won the Formula 4 Championship in 2019. It was the UAE Championship, but uh, nevertheless, it was still Formula 4 Championship he won. Then uh, he did F3 last year, but um, aside from a, a third place at Spain, he kind of did nothing for the whole season. Uh, I think he was 18th or something like that in, uh, in the end. So uh, his results are not impressive, to say the least. But big name in a feeder series again. Hmm. Just sort of, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I, I think that silence has said it all. Really, okay, yeah. next driver. This is the point. This is the point of F two is that we have so many. Like, if you've watched the junior series at all, these are like recognizable people. You know, Tio Porcher from F three last year, Marcus Armstrong, who's been a, a Premer for years, um, mm. David Beckman, who was who was in F four with Mick David Schumacher. Beckham? No. No, not him. Um, <laughs> Dan Tickton, who less said the better. Uh, Felipe, Dr Felipe Drukovic, you know, again, has been sort of uh, sort of in the same leagues as Mick Schumacher and over the last few years. Uh, one, I think he won a race last year or two to Drukovic, and he's currently on two yeah, points in 12th yeah. place. Mm, um, so that's the thing. It's, it's... What do you think of uh, what do you think of Derivola? I've never liked Jayhan Derivola. I think he's a decent driver. He's quite very quick in testing. Yeah, but he's never proved anything, really. He's never no. That's the only thing with him. I think he's not necessarily quite got the pace on race day. Yeah, um, certainly, I mean, that, he's currently third in the championship. Yeah, so after one weekend, it's yeah. it's, 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 it's not exactly. So it's, it's very hard to tell. He's also doing uh, F2 and uh, Asian F3 uh, this year as well, I, he, I believe. He probably did that over the winter. Yeah, it will be, won't it, just to keep himself fresh. Um, he's racing with who? Carlin? Yeah, yeah, Carlin. Yeah, yeah. Carlin. Well, he's got to be India's best hope since Narain Kartikeyan. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll forget, um, forgetting current channel there, mate, but it's okay. He was never a hope. <laughs> he, was no, he was no hope. Karun is a really nice guy, actually. I've, he, I've done his uh, karting carnival uh, events uh, a few times. Really well-held uh, event. Really nice guy. Very, very knowledgeable about F1 as well. He's He's got the passion. He's a good guy for F1. I've known he's a good guy, but he's also nowhere near as good as Bruno Senna as, as they proved um, repeatedly um, through their careers. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, I have to agree with that one as well. Results uh, don't lie. Uh, let's see. So, I mean, long story very short, 
there's loads of good talent in F2 this year, which is good. Which is good. I mean, we've already yeah. sp- spoken about Liam Lawson, who's <clears> currently <throat> second, Oscar Piastri, who's in fourth. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a bit of a bloodbath. Armstrong as well. Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. I, I think it will be. I, 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 I think we should revisit this after the Silverstone round. We've had half the season, then we may be able to see some good patterns beginning to emerge from drivers, get, get a, be- a bit of a better idea of how they're settling into the season. It'll be a good story to follow. Definitely. Uh, all I can say is that Marino Sato will probably not win it. <laughs> probably <There we> not. <laughs> right. Marino Sato? Yeah, no relation. Damn. Right. <laughs> Let's have a quick look at F. FIA Formula 3 or GP3 as it actually is um, we just had the first race ye- ye- today yesterday morning yeah That's right. tell us more Sam uh, well headlines it was um, uh, Smolia who won it um, arguably maybe wouldn't have done there was a very very late safety car Um which basically finished the race three laps early. Um, his tyres were going off, and I think Novelak probably would have caught him. So, really to that where you will. But, I mean, it was a good race. Um, and, yeah, I think it was... Well, F3 is always a bit mad, isn't it? When we watch those races of a grid of 30, uh, it's always going to be a bit berserk, especially the first few laps where, like we said with F2, they're all racing for themselves, not for the team. Um and uh, yeah, they're all just going to push as hard as they possibly can because it's only a twenty lap race. The sprints. So these um, quote unquote Formula Three cars, um, yeah. obviously they have the same engine as the F two car, just without the turbocharger. For those who yep. don't know, um, are capable of literally hundreds of miles an hour. They're very, they're very quick. They're almost not Formula Three at all. No, they are very, very fast. The fact that this engine, um, the, the, the F2 slash F3 engine has been to Le Mans is just... It's a different yeah. debate. I'm not, we're not here to discuss it today, Sean. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Chris isn't here, so it's not, it's not worth arguing. Right. I want to go straight into the guy who came third today. Uh, oh, how do I pronounce this? Xiao? Kao? Kao? The Brazilian. Collet. Olet, yes. Um, obviously, Brazil currently does not have any Formula One drivers. For a country which has such a rich history in Formula One, it's uh, a it's a travesty, really. Um, is he, or indeed Enzo Fittipaldi, who was in uh, made his sort of uh, token races last year for Haas, are either of them going to be the next Brazilian superstar in the waiting? Enzo, Enzo wasn't in F1 last year. That was his brother, Pietro. Pietro. Yeah, Pietro. Was. Bad, of course, is IndyCar this year. Uh, yes. Enzo is his was, younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. Again, He's racing in, in F3 with Cherus this year. Yeah, but who is, of course, grandson of the great Emerson. Um, but sorry, yes, Enzo and Mr. Collett. Uh, <laughs> which of those two do, you think, do we think is more likely to progress? Have you, have, have we, from what we've seen so far? I've not heard of Chow Collette, so I'm just looking really him up now on uh, the old database yeah. just to see what, what he's done in the previous races. Let's have a look. So his uh, career summary to date, he came sixth in the Formula 4 UAE Championship in 2017. Uh, he won the French F4 Championship in 2018. 
he came second in Formula Renault Euro Cup last year. That's a pretty big series, so he's done well there. And um, yep, currently sat third in uh, the F3 Championship here, but that's after one race, so that's a bit by default there. Okay, so he's got some respectable results there, hasn't he? Yeah, he's also won uh, over the winter the TRS series you want to race. So that's it's 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 a good pedigree so far. It's certainly one that has earned him his spot on the grid, and you know a podium on your on your debut, not too bad. Absolutely, no. I think we should keep an eye out on him for the. Uh, for the year, this could be a good one to watch. Yeah, so anyway, so ma- other major names. Of course, Logan Sargent, who was a big part of last year's championship. Uh, well, be America's next Formula One driver, I think. Logan Sargent? Yeah. Can you think of anyone There's else? A sergeant. Well, I've There's heard. a sergeant in F3. Where, where is he? I'm trying to find him in the driver data. But, oh, there he is. Yeah, Fittipaldi's teammate. So, um, I mean, the current debate, which I've got an article, which I was going to finish writing by now, but I've been busy. Um... Uh, it's basically the question of Colton Herter, of course, to get, coming across from IndyCar. But that is a very much a what-if scenario at the moment, rather than anything that is set in stone. So you think Logan Sargent has a better chance? Absolutely. I think, well, I mean, I would say yes, purely because he's in Europe, the right paddock at the moment, kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's, go- he's in the right place to get spotted. Um, he's also a very good driver. I, I sort of first saw him, I think, racing in the British F3 Championship. Um, although it's not on his database, so I don't. Yeah, know. no, no, Brit- British F3. He, oh, they would have called it F4 in 2017, wouldn't they? Because, um, because that's what it is. With uh, Carlin, he came third that season. Yeah, I remember watching so he, that. He year. did all right there. Good. Um, he did a Formula Renault Euro Cup the year afterwards. Came fourth in that. Uh, he then did the FIA Formula 3 Championship in uh, 2019. Uh, unfortunately, he only came 19th there after a whole season of racing. But he did come third in the Macau Grand Prix. So that would have been proper F3 then? Yeah, proper F3. Oh, and I apologise. And he also... Oh, is it FIA Formula 3? Yeah, that, that would have been a proper Formula 3, wouldn't it? That's... Yes, apologies. Yeah, so 2019, uh, that would have been this series of car, wouldn't it? Oh, so yeah, right, he so only came 19. So it's not proper Formula 3 then? Yeah, so so not the proper Formula 3 with the air scoop on the side. So uh, he, he, he he came... Yeah, exactly, GP3. <laughs> um, he, he came 19th in 2019, but did come third in the in the Macau Grand Prix. Which is good. That's very good. Oh, he did also come third last year. Yeah, there's potential there. Uh, I think with his name, I'm going to support him anyway because someone called Sergeant <laughs> with a big fat American flag on their helmet, which he does have, is uh, yeah, no, absolutely, you've got to have him in there. Also, I've just seen we have another American uh, racing for High Tech Grand Prix this year, and I'm actually very glad to see this one's on here because I was about to comment on everyone in the field this year seems relatively old, whereas. There's a gentleman here, or it's not even a gentleman, there's a kid here called Jack Crawford, born in 2005. Yes, we do have a proper teenager racing in the series after all. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Oh, <sighs> I was about to say, Enzo Fitzpatrick is not exactly old. Uh, he's 20, which for F3 nowadays is old. But yeah, I, I, I get your point. <laughs> um, three big names we have missed out here, guys. Oh, we haven't got, we're, we're nowhere near through this series. Oh, good, don't, that's don't right. Oh, right, that's okay. I'll, I'll let you carry on listing them off then. There's yeah. three big names I want to talk yes. about. Though. So we've already mentioned Nanini, who's in both series. Yep. Uh, yep. There's, of course, David Schumacher, who is the cousin 
of Mick Schumacher. Also yeah. known as oh. Ralph Schumacher's son. Yep. Uh, one more, one more Carrera, who's coming back after his injuries. Welcome, well. welcome uh, back, Jack Dewan, who of course is the son of Mick Dewan. Yeah, uh, true. And any other big names jumping out at me? Uh, Mister Leclerc, Arthur. Yeah, Arthur Leclerc, Arthur Leclerc, who is uh, Charles Leclerc's little brother. Yeah, and has been doing a really good job in his own right in the feeder series so far. I'm intrigued to see how he does this year. I think realistically, again, that Prema team is going to be a strong side, isn't Pre- it? Prema in general, they don't pick duds. No. no. I feel All sorry the for the engineers of Prema. They're, they're going to have such a pain in their asses by the end of this year. Having well, to with De- Dennis Hoiger as well. He's good, actually, Dennis Hoiger. Exactly. Very good. And Caldwell's very good as well, hmm. I have to say, having seen him race a few times. I can see um, all three of them taking each other out at somewhere like Monza where they all go and bump draft each other. I was about to say, after the year Prem had last time in, in, in uh, F3, um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, with uh, Piastri, it, <laughs> you can't get much more, uh, should we say, exciting. Uh, so they, they, they've, they've definitely, they, they, they don't help themselves with their, with their team selection. They're like, oh, yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. Oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> we, we, want a whole, exactly. we want a Prem podium, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to happen, mate. Sorry. Um, I'm just looking through the rest of their entries to see if we've got anything else. Oh, we have an Israeli driver in F3, Edo Cohen. That's a nice Jewish name. Brilliant. So we've got him racing for Carlin this year. What's his pedigree like? Let's have a look. See what, what well, he's, he's not like got a Wikipedia for. page, so that's not good. He has not. That's slightly annoying. He's the only one without um, a Wikipedia page, so save that or oh, what you will. Oh, dear. Right, okay. Maybe not. Johnny Edgar is pretty good is for Carlin. Um, I know of him. He's raced obviously fairly extensively. Um, I think I probably know him from karting. To be totally honest, I know that name. Twenty seven uh, for the championship is uh oh god, L- Laszlo Toff. I wonder if he's related to Imre Toff. That's a good question. Let's have a. Quick All right, I've got no idea who you're talking about. Imre Toff is a motorbike rider, I believe. Oh. Uh, this is great podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing that you edit these things for the uh, when you go and upload them onto Spotify later. Yeah, isn't yeah, it, Sean? totally. I definitely yeah. do. That. Uh, absolutely, we, we, uh, we don't yeah. do dead air here. There's never dead air on the show, guys. Yeah, yeah Imre Toff was a one two five and two fifty TC motorbike rider, but there's nothing say that they're related, so we'll just assume that they are. Um, but anyway, he's from but, hung- he's from Hungary, so that's uh, that's cool. We like Hungary. I race against him. Really? Yes, he was in the. I think he does esports by the looks of things as well as this. If that's the person I'm thinking of, I was racing against him last year when I did the Cooper.de, uh, the Cooper TCR mm. esports thing. It seems to be the same guy. Cool. Nice. Okay. There you go. There you go, mate. He's faster than me. You're free career. You can still go, Monty. <laughs> I, I need to lose about five stone and uh, lose inches. about one foot. And, yeah, six <laughs> and the rest and the rest. You don't get racing drivers at six foot two. There was only one exception to that. Alexander that was Justin Wilson. No, Justin Wilson. And look what happened to him. Yeah, Alexander Verse is quite tall though. He is actually. You're quite right. Let's see. How high is Alex Verse? Alex Verse height. One point eight six meters. What's that in English? 
Thank you, Google. That was not what I meant by hi. There's a <laughs> meme here of Vert smoking a joint. Um, 1.86 meters is six foot Feet. one, so he he, yes. he is so uh, an inch shorter than me. He's my height. So there you go. If you want to Very be good. if you want to be a decent uh, Le Mans driver, be six foot one. Do it. There you go. Right, I remember. Anyway, who else is it is interesting in F3? I mean, F3 is is always go is a very tops turvy series as well. You know, especially in the qualifying, you just see people bolting up and down the the timing screens. Um, and there are some interesting, actually, some good circuits. So they let's, let's talk about the circuits actually, because F2 is going to Bahrain, Monaco for some reason, Baku, Silverstone, Monza, Sochi, Jeddah, and uh, uh, what's this, what's the uh, yes Marina. Yes. F3, on the other hand, is not. They're going to completely different circuits, aren't they? Yes. So they're going to Spain this weekend, Catalonia. Yep. Uh, La Casselet in France. Uh, also known as Paul Ricard. Yep. Um, Red Bull Ring, also known as the A1 Ring, also known as lots of other names. Uh, Hungary, Spa, Zandvoort and Kota, which will be the first time that a proper F3, quote-unquote, under-official banner series has gone to America. Which I'm looking yeah. forward to, actually, because it's a bit random, though, because normally the feeder series just focuses on Europe and mm. sometimes the, the Middle East and stuff. So why they're going to America, I, I have no idea. <coughs> Who owns F1? <coughs> America. What's interesting, though, with F3, isn't it, is that you do get people jumping in and out. So you might find that when they go to Kota... You may end up with some indie lights guys jumping in, or maybe even hopefully, the likes of Colton Herter thinking, "You know what? Yeah, I'll have a go. Why not jump Absolutely. in, see what they can do?" Absolutely, I, I that agree. Be really cool. What's the date that... for Kota? It's the twenty-second uh, to twenty-fourth of October. Well, uh, IndyCar will be finished by then, won't it? Yeah, it's uh, also October. Yeah, because it, it normally finishes by the time NFL starts, which is great because then I can watch Philadelphia Eagles. In IndyCar normally finishes by the end of September. They have a relatively short uh, season by the looks of things. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm just looking through the F3 entry again. Um, one thing I love about these feeder series is to see like if we have um, a driver from a country which is not really known for its motorsport heritage or rather F1 heritage. Romania. Uh, I, I, I always like to... Yeah, exactly. I see we have a Romanian driver there. We have four American drivers in F3 this year, which is impressive. I uh, com Did we mention Caelan Frederick? No. Right, he's the, the reigning British F3 champion from last year. Absolutely dominated the series by looks of things here. Um, yeah, but don't, yeah, don't five, the champions of British points. F3 always dominate? Yeah, that, that's a good point. <laughs> and, then, then they, they, and then they do nothing once they get into the proper things. Yeah. Uh, we also, of course, Dennis, Dennis Hager is um, Norwegian. Yes. I don't think we've ever had Norwegian drivers uh, in F1 before, have we? I'm sure we have, like in the 60s or something. Quick to the database. Norway. No, we have never had a Norwegian F1 driver. Oh, that's rubbish. That's amazing. We could have our first Norwegian F1 driver in a couple of years. That'd be great. See, Scandinavia is coming back into F1. This is great. We can finally go back to Anderstop. Is that a track? Yeah, it was the weather used to run the Swedish Grand Prix. Really fun track. It's on the runway. Hello, I'm from Sweden. Uh, right. So. Who else is interesting? I mean, Japan as Thank well. Ayuma is... Oh, God, where's Cree? Ayuma Iwasa. Iwasa. Yeah. Iwasa. He was a very good. 
No, he was actually I French F4 champion. Sorry. <laughs> no, he, he won the French F4 Championship last year. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay, a bit of a pedigree there. He also did the F3 Asian uh, Series last year and came eighth in that. But he did also win some races. He seemed to come on by... Oh, no, he didn't win at all. I'm telling a lie. He came <laughs> third, and that was his highlight of the year there. But, um, yeah, no, good luck, Tim. Uh, see what you can do for the uh, rest of this weekend and for the rest of the season. Indeed. It would be nice to see a Japanese driver actually win. I think Sonoda will one day. I'm still convinced. I think you're right, Sean. If he puts more he of his effort time. into driving than into swearing, then I agree with you. Yeah, but, you know, he's he's um, he's good. Anyway, uh, who else is there? Is there anyone exciting? Mm -hmm. Victor Martins, he's the uh, champion of Formula Renault Euro Cup last year. Who's he racing with this year? He is. Must be, he's weird. French, so he must be RT. MP, A MP Motorsport. Oh. That's surprising, actually. Yeah. Euro, yeah. Formula Renault champion last year, basically. Yeah. Um, I think we've just about gone through the list. It's a very competitive list this year, well, actually. Yeah. I was going to say Campos are here still, which, of course, is. Nice, considering uh, Adrian Campos passed away. Yeah, yep. no, I, I agree. Uh, he, he was such a fan of racing. It, it didn't matter if he, he was so driving much. it or running the racing team. Well, yeah, he, he did, just he did so racing. much for uh, the lower formulas, and it's and you know for his drivers and team. I hope the best for them, just because of that. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, he got Spain back onto the F1 map. I mean, I got it taken seriously. Granted, he wasn't Spain's hope for a good F1 driver, well, but I mean, so he Mark Janay and uh, Fernando Alonso onto the grid. Let's not forget that Hispania were originally Campos Meta 1. They were, exactly. So HRT, be thankful that you had such a wonderful founder. Hmm. Anyway, Even though it, HRT... I loved HRT. Gorgeous cars. They were great. Yes, I agree. Your um, logo here. Yes, <laughs> not that one, not so much. But the first one and the, <laughs> the first one and the third one, lovely cars. The F one one zero, the F one one two, made by Dallara. Um, mm, now we're talking. Anyway, uh, speaking of fit other things that don't matter, W series. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> oh yes. The W series is supporting uh, Formula One. Uh, a number of races this year because DTM doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, essentially. Um, ATGT3. I'll have you know. They're going to uh, Paul Ricard, Austria, Silverstone, uh, Hungara Ring, Bar, uh, Zandvoort, Kota, and then Mexico as well. That's an interesting. Uh, so all over the place, whereas last year it was basically just the well, 2019 when they didn't run it last year, did they? No. Mm. Um, it was basically just the DCM calendar. Um, but uh, but no, I think there's a few drivers in here that are worth a definitely worth a mention, even if I know Sean for one just doesn't agree with uh, the principle behind no, okay. uh, W Series. Okay. Let's focus on the negative first so we can get on to the uh, positives. Yeah, uh, finish off on the positives. Yes. Sean, rant away, please. The W Series is a complete waste of time. It's just, if, you, if you're good enough, get into the teams. Prove yourself in the lower for in karting. Prove yourself in lower formulae. And then beat the, beat the boys. 
get better. That's the way you do it. It's the, it's a level playing field. Crack on. Don't this is this is isolating yourself and going. Oh look, I beat all these other girls who you've never heard of. What's the point? I do have to agree with uh, Sean on that point. In a world where everything is about gender equality, it's about we are all one. I mean, heck, it's F1's logo since last year with, with the rainbow flags and everything. We race as one. Why the hell have they now got a racing series segregated just for women? Um, I get the point of if it gets them greater exposure and gets their name heard because it's very hard for them to make it up the ladder then great. Uh, I support that part of it. But as Sean says, yeah. uh, when the, the point of it of you're just racing against other women, that's not what it, F1 it is. That's not what you. competition is. Competition is about being the best of the best. And God, years ago, my local kart club, they did uh, something very similar to this. They, um, uh, For the senior Rotax club, they segregated the genders, so you had a women's only class. And I was completely against that, and so were quite a few of the girls who raced in it as well, because they said that this has no benefit to us at all. I want to be the champion of senior Rotax, not the champion of senior Rotax women-only type thing. Mm. They wanted to get their name heard out. And I'm not afraid to put my hand up and say, I got beaten by women, because there are some talented people out there. Yeah. As I say, if this uh, gets them better exposure, marketing exposure, and gets their name out there, Fantastic. But when you see that the person that was fronting the series was Karma Jordan, hmm. uh, sorry, you, you, you may as well, I don't know, have as uh, I, the head oh, of health and safety, uh, the Titanic stuff. I thought Karma that, That's Jordan, my kind of comparison on this. I thought Carmen Jordan was very against the W series. She was the front face of it. Are you sure? Absolutely. She's never she, raced in it. She never, no, of course she wouldn't. She didn't have the talent for that bit. But to know, she was the front face of a W series. Okay. I thought I'm gonna get. I thought I read. This I am completely against it. I am going to get the article out here. Uh... No, I think what we're saying here is that the um, the drivers in the W series clearly have talent. Mm -hmm. So why why are, why are they being segregated here? Why are yeah. they being segregated just to race against each other? Why are they not being given the same opportunity? to go and compete against men and ultimately show them how it's done, I mean, which what... is ultimately what they should be wanting to do anyway. How much does W Series cost, do you think? I mean, could you... Uh, could you, could you, could you I think that's the benefit. What, you think run, running a whole series is cheaper than running a race team? Well, I mean, no, but I think that to the driver, I don't think it really costs because they're invited... Yeah. So they might have their travel costs, for example, but that's about it. Yeah, rather that's, that's than the driver if front. I'm, I'm talking about the movement, quote unquote, of the W series. You know, why not? Oh, I see. Right. You know, you've seen this in LMP2 recently with the the Iron Maidens or whatever it's called. Um, you know, they have some women teams there. They're doing perfectly well. Um, why not? Why is that? Is far better and more uh, encompassing and relevant than sticking this series. You know, just just put get get an F3 team. Have have you know, like for the Olympics, for example, they have the refugee team. For example, I was heading on the radio yesterday. Um, why not have, um, you know, so, someone like Susie Wolf, um, heading up the an F3 team. You know, it could, it could well be Wolf Racing. You know, that'd be nice, yeah. nice to nice to hear. 
Um, nice blood reference to the past. But you have have, have them in F3. That if they're all good enough, and you have three drivers there, they can go to to F2, and you know then they can be spotted on the world stage for IndyCar, for F1, for whatever you want. Yeah, I, I, yeah. that's short. Surely, you know, sure, you don't have to get as many names, but yours doesn't mean you don't get as much dead wood. Without. Absolutely, and that's my issue with looking at uh, the the entry list uh, for um, the W series is that a lot of the people who are making up uh, the grid here are already in their 30s. So it's not like this is acting as a feeder series to F1 anyway. And then for the couple of good people that are in there, like um, Alice Powell, um, Jamie Chadwick, who in their own rights have gone and thrashed other people's asses in open series, it make to me, oh, great, okay, I'm a champion of the W series. Oh, who did you race against? Exactly. No one in particular. It, 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 for me, it devalues it for them. I think and so. It, I, I almost feel more sorry for them. I'm happy that they've got this exposure. I'm happy that they've been able to win the title in there. But I'm, I would put money on that they'd much rather be in F1 or in F2 competing against it there. Alice Powell... She um, she won Formula Renault back in 2010. Uh, she won uh, the Asian Formula Renault series in 2014. She um, did the Renault World Series she, for a while. She, yeah, no, exactly. She, she was runner-up runner in Formula 3 as well. She, in her own right, had talent and was showing the open field how it was done. Hmm. Even um, I watched her... Oh, uh, where was I? Berlin, uh, Ypres in 2019. She was in uh, the I-Pace uh, support race there, and she was showing the rest of them how it was done in that race as well. It's sorry, I I like the thought of this series and that it's giving them great exposure. But when you've got this kind of competition, or rather level competition, no disrespect to everyone else who makes up the field here, but. It's not your talent or even your money that's got it there. It's your genitals, which is what's got you into this mm. series at the moment. And to me, this is completely wrong and devalues the whole series. Let me put another another name forward. Abby Eaton, of course, of the Grand Tour. Yes! My, sorry, Abby, I completely forgot about you. Now, yes, let's just, she's just look at her pedigree. Her right. She's won touring cars. She's won the MX-5 Super Cup. She's won GT Cup uh, Championship. She's She wins loads of stuff. She's really good. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, I, I fully agree with that. I'm so sorry, Abby. I completely forgot about you. Um, now, she was also in the I-Pace uh, support thing as well, thinking about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she was one of the regular drivers in that, wasn't she? Uh, absolutely. Oh, I was like, names dropping here again. I've had the pleasure of racing against Abby Eaton and uh, Alice Powell in a, a new sports race last year. They have talent. They should not be yeah. in a series which is, oh, you're the best woman out there. No, I want to see them in F3. I want to see them in F2. I want to see them in F1 showing why they are the best okay. against everyone. I mean, put it this way. By having a sacred, sacred series, that's just giving you another opportunity and another reason to turn off the TV. Yes. Yeah, no, I'll go with that. Especially when it was on was it on like Channel 4 or something in two, two years ago or something stupid. And it had bloody mm -hmm. David... Oh, it was on like, I have a feeling it was on the red button on BBC. Oh, it was one or two. It was, it was not. It was slightly obscured, um, but it was. It then had bloody David Coulthard and oh, who, who was the woman? She does like the five live commentary or something. Don't like her. But anyway, she was rubbish. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, get personal now. But that's the, that's the point. Um, they they're just. It's not. It's not showing a quality product. I, I remember the bloody race at uh, Zolder 
that the, the, the W series did. It was atrocious. It was just, just the, the driving standard was poor. The commentary was poor. The the whole thing was just shoddy. And mm. this, that, that's the point. By adding more human variables, by adding a separate thing, um, you're segregating not only the talent, but the viewership. And if you have a Formula 3 or an F2 thing with a girl such as, I don't know, say Jamie Chadwick or Abby Eaton, whoever, and they're going in there, they're, again, it's more or less a level, level playing field in F2 and F3 because it's the same car. And if they're beating the likes of David Schumacher, the likes of Robert Schwartzman, the likes of, I don't know, Guan Yu Zhou, whoever it happens to be, that's going to get you more attention, more positivity and more recognition. Yep, I just realised from everyone that. that we've been listing here, all the decent female drivers seem to be British at the moment. So I forgot to mention Sarah Moore as well. She's won a few Geneta championships as well. Mm -hmm. I do apologise. Do apologise. Yeah. Also in the W series. Should we, should, actually, should we go through the, the, the picks, the drivers <clears> that we <throat> do well this year? Sure. Or just generally will do well? What? So, so uh, pick a we've mentioned quite a few already. So we've got Jamie Chadwick, Abby Eaton, um, as we said. Uh, we've also got Jess Hawkins, who was absolutely rapid in a kart. Still does a lot of work with karting and with Fusion. Um, and, and yeah, has done obviously quite a lot of cars now. Uh, the stunt driving for movies, I think, could be a good uh, good pick, especially if it's wet. Uh, let's see. Jess Hawkins else? was a stunt driver for the Fast and Furious Life thing. She, she um, was really impressive to watch in that. She was also in the latest James Bond movie that's not come out yet. She was in that as well. Aha. Spoiler um, alert, guys. James Bond is a woman in this. Uh... <laughs> as we said, um, yeah, Sarah Moore. Um, <clears throat> would be a money penny, wouldn't it? Alice Powell as well. And um, uh, Bainsica Visser. I'm going to say I've said that wrong, but Visser. Um, no, I was, faster, was, second... I was faster than her in eSports last year. It's not going to be her. <laughs> she was very, very close to winning last time, though. Um, Jamie beat her. She was better at the last. I, I thought she was better than Jamie Chadwick when I saw saw them at um, Brands. There you go. There you go. Um, they're kind of the big names in the series this year, and mostly, like we said, mostly the British drivers. To be totally honest, um, <laughs> I mean they are kind of making up a good chunk of the field. It has to be said. I mean, it's not. It's not, yeah. it's not surprising when all the racing industry is in this country. Yeah, no. there is that. Oh, Emma Kinnanen was quite good at Brands yeah. last year as well. I think she was on pole or won one of the races. But um, but again, like from Finland, so if the weather's bad, could do well. But again, yeah. she's, <laughs> um, she's 31 years old. Right, okay. Yes, no, she, um, she's she been around for a while. She used to race in Formula Palmer. Formula Palmer, for oh, God's sake. I love Formula Palmer. That's already. been gone for 12 years. Why has someone got that on their racing TV and they're in a... Speeder series for F1. She came fifth. Sorry. Sorry. She, came, she came fifth in Formula Palmer Audi. That was quite good. Mm. How long ago was that? 2009. I wonder if she could replicate that now. I mean, probably because no one's in Formula Palmer Audi. It doesn't exist because John Palmer uh, doesn't do racing anymore. It's probably winning, yeah. Yeah. Champion. <laughs> Champion. Right, there we are. Sorted. Oh, Sorry, just, I'm, she, I'm being so cynical. She's, she's moment, done Scandinavian yeah. touring cars. I mean, if you want hard, hard bare knuckle fights. <clears throat> <laughs> that is, you yeah. You you, she came seventh in that. There's the two podiums for Saab in 2015, long after Saab had disappeared. Um, but yeah, at this point, there are better ways. I'm sorry, but there are. There just there are better 
ways to do this, and I don't agree with the W series. But you know, like, I'm well aware. If any women are listening, that you're listening to three, you know, men, men. all of you know, three. Three white men from Britain, so we're obviously all rich, we're all entitled, and we've had it easy our whole life, sure. so we don't understand how much of the struggles you guys have had. This is why I really do support the, the, the brand exposure, which comes with the W Series. My issue is with just, one, the quality of the fields in there. Sorry, people, there's not a good pedigree going on in there. If it gets better over the next four or five years and it gets the next generation of female racers in, brilliant, because the one thing I will admit is actually... Motorsport is a horrible place. It really is a doggy dog world. It is yep. the toughest. It's the most competitive people that race to the top. This is exactly why Hamilton probably had, and I can believe it, had the issues with race whenever he was a kid in karting because some of the karting dads or karting parents or just some of the mechanics that you come across in there, it's not a nice environment. If this oh, helps to create better exposure and get more people involved from different backgrounds, from different cultures, from different heck, and just get both genders working together, then I'm fully in support of W Series. However, if you're telling me that W Series is a feeder series to F1, which will help a female driver get to F1... It's not. No, I'm sorry, it's not going to do that. But one, then again, that's point. probably my white male uh, opinion, which is why it's going to stop it from being able to do that because we have this mindset. We're not making it sound like relationships. You deserve better. <laughs> they do. It's... it's not you, it's me. Yeah. You deserve better than this. Um, One of, uh, I think, a, a point to finish off on on the W series, and then we'll round this up, I yeah. think. Um, I work, or, or you did work with a driver who's now in cadets, but I worked with her when she was racing Bambino. Um, called Hallie Findlatter. Very good little driver. Just moved up to the cadets. So she's, I think she's nine now. Didn't do any racing last year, obviously. Um, and she was interviewed when she was in Bambino at the British Championships. Um, and the, the interviewer said, so what do you like most about karting? And her genuine reply was, sometimes when I beat the boys, they cry. <laughs> <laughs> and good that was girl. great. I thought that was hilarious. She's brilliant. Did I meet um, her when I came she, to Rye? Was she about? Yeah, I think she may well have been actually. I think I remember her name. I think that quite is, possibly. That's funny, but at the same time, it's exactly it what you want as a racing driver. No, that that's exactly the same problem that you're getting just flipped on the opposite side now. So if this is what we're aiming towards an equal society, then that's just as bad as coming from the opposite side of it now. Hmm. But that's another matter. It sadly is, yeah. Right, go on. Then. Let's pick a champion for each series. Uh, let's start with the W series, because why? Jamie Chadwick. Monty. Yeah. Monty, hello. Hello. Yep, my thing yeah. cut out. Cut out briefly. Oh, sorry. What'd you say? Oh, did it? Yeah, I got Jamie Chad um, Chadwick from Sam. Yeah, we both said Chadwick. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's hers to retain this year. Nope. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to disagree because that's what I do. Uh, of course. I'm gonna go for. Um, I'm I'm gonna go for Abby Eason, because why not? Uh, right, F3, GP3. F3, I reckon. Um, difficult because there's a lot of new drivers this year, isn't there? Come on, Sam. Pressure. I'm gonna go with Dennis Hager. Hager. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Monty? If it's not one of the Prima drivers, I'll be surprised. I think it's either going to be Heiger or maybe Leclerc. I'm going to go big Brazilian, Collet. Yes. I know nothing about him, but I just want it to happen because it'd be cool. I do, I do hope, however, that Manuel Correa does well. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I really do as well. Right, big one. F2. F2 champion 2021. I reckon... Uh, Dan Tickton. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we all hope very not Dan Tickton. <laughs> I reckon it could easily be Guan Yu Zhou, Oscar Piastri, or Robert Schwartzman. Come on, Sam. You, got, you got, can't be a Liberal Democrat. You, need, you can't sit on the fence about this. Uh, I can't do a Monty and just pick half the grid. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Can't do that. exactly. <laughs> That's my job. Uh, Schwartzman. Oh, okay. That's that. Oh, okay. Yep. Monty? It really should be Schwartzman or uh, Guan Yu Zhou. If it's not one of them two, then um, I, I think their careers are done. I forgot about Vips. Oh, I think nah, uh, not Vips. I, w- I, w- I said Vips at, at Christmas, but I'm going to go with Christian Lungard. That's a good shout. Cool. Mm-hmm. So watch Liam, Liam Lawson waltz it, because we have barely spoken about him all <laughs> yeah. bloody podcast. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Stealth Chronicles. Uh, thank you very much to Sam and Monty both for joining me. Uh, all yours as always, Sean. If, if you uh, hated everything we said, please do leave a comment and uh, tell us. Uh, <laughs> uh, until next time, do follow us on social media. Uh, that's Derby Auto, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the website, of course, bookmark that. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the rest of them. Uh, Give us the rating as well for yes, the podcast. Do that. So Give, that Give us at least podcast. one star. That'd be good. Yep. Because uh, because uh, it's, it's, it's a cognitive thing, isn't it? You know, the more stars we get, the better. So if you yeah, but also I think the way that we look at it as a motorsports pod- podcast is that Formula One is better than Formula Four, so one star's better. <laughs> yeah, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. Exactly, and yeah, what you said. <laughs> right, that's going to do it. We shall t- see you next time. Take care and goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>